editor at 141 Studios, and we are returning to our coverage of the World Cup. We are in the first week of the group stages. So, welcome back. We're talking about the group stages. We're just going to do, I mean, I don't think we're going to run through all the games. Some fun things happened. Japan, uh, that was caught on. That was caught on I, audio, by I know, the way. I know, I know, I it's, know. It's going to be a very, let's see if it's in or it's not. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Beat Germany. That's a big in one. Their first that game. was a big yep. one. It that was a smash and grab by Japan. That was like yeah. very interesting that that actually happened to uh, begin with. I I do love that uh, Germany was kind of like yeah no uh, they're pretty good like they weren't just like oh they stole it from us they're like no guy because like people were kind of clowning on them and it's like no they're they're pretty good guys you're gonna be surprised there's a lot of, like, like I, we <laughs> talked about this in our thing yeah. like Japan is a good very solid team yeah. like they're very like the only thing that they really may not have is a goalkeeper and it, they, yeah. they clearly played well enough well to, he's, to he's win six, a game he's seven so that helps <laughs> <laughs> yeah being big it helps definitely. yeah being being a big old guy who can get in the way is is of benefit. Um, yeah, Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. Ridiculous, huge I, upset. Yeah, I don't even know how that. Like, I kind of watched the game. No idea how that even happened. A couple of worldies. Like they they smashed a couple from outside the box. It like, almost like Saudi Arabia had like karma happen to them because I watched that game today. The, yeah, they played uh, Poland. They lost two 0 and they it felt like. They had their chances. Yeah, they had. They they should have scored at least yeah. once. I mean, Chesney did not have a great day. No, Chesney Chesney saved a penalty. Oh, okay. He like his double save was that was probably it might be the save of the term. He saved a yeah. penalty and then he saved like a like should have been a goal and he got his fingertips and put wow. it over the bar like special. It was like yeah. one of his. I was like, damn, he he just pulled that out of his Arsenal bag. Not not his Juventus bag. His Arsenal. <laughs> his bag. Arsenal bag. Yeah, that was a that was like an Arsenal save from like two, 2010 or something <laughs> like that. Anyway. That Saudi Arabia game, like, still baffles me and, like, how Argentina lost that game. It, like, I know, I I watched the game and, like, Argentina didn't look particularly good, which kind of sets you up for, like, an upset. But, again, Saudi Arabia just had two really good strikes that happened to find their way in and that, that pushed them through. The other thing that's crazy, too, is that Argentina took the lead in that game, right? Yeah. Yeah, they and, they, the they and they came back. They gave it up. Yeah. They, like, gave it up like, <laughs> like, a, yeah. like you're just like, wait a second. Like, what? Um, what? Watching the, watching the Argentina-Mexico game today, I was struck. And uh, first of all, Dosisero. And second of all. <laughs> Why you gotta be like that? Because I'm petty. Uh, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> Messi's legs are kind of gone. He's, he's not fast. He was never fast. I he was he was quick. He was quick. Like he's he's, he's not still got it. Ah. He's still, I, he still got it. I think I, there I, was a ball that was he could have gone and gotten and like it wasn't the best. He's but he, he just like he kind of gave up on it because he was like, it's like ninety degrees. Yeah, and he's like a hundred at thirty eight or something. He's but like, thirty four. <sighs> Yeah, shit, he should have ran for that. He's Lionel Messi. No, he would have been through. He's Look, he's got, we. they've got to play like possibly another like six games in 20 days. And so he's like. Not if they had lost to Mexico, then they would have been gone. He knew his moment was coming. And guess what? He, he had got his it. moment. He, he got it. He got his, he got his. A shot good. that I am convinced only Lionel Messi in this tournament could have hit. Can I also say that 
Guillermo Ochoa looked like Spider-Man today with his <laughs> color combo with the red shirt and the blue shorts. I just was like, holy shit, Spider-Man's in the uh, building. Every uh, every time I see him, I call him the one that got away. Why, was he American? Yeah, I believe he's a Mexican-American. Oh, mother effer. Yeah, we, uh, that was Klinsman. Klinsman ended up. Tried to get him and uh, Klinsman's the reason. He was in, I believe, the United States youth setup coming up. And then uh, Klinsman happened and he was like mm, i think i'm gonna go play for mexico and w- I explain that uh i don't remember this is you're asking me to remember something from like a decade ago okay well the reason why i asked that is because because like w- was there a conversation that clinton and ochoa had that were like where ochoa was like no i'm gonna be mexican instead so like, i think he was I'm wondering i think he was always conflicted but i believe and i might be getting this completely i might be making this up not making it up i might be misremembering it from somebody else but i believe but he was always kind of conflicted and then Klinsman sort of never really rated him or was going to bring him in and so he's like okay I'll play for Mexico and like obviously Mexico was making like strong overtures for it you know like it's it's a war it's it's honestly a war between Mexico and America for Mexican American well, players it's just funny because like it's funny that you say that because uh, you know Klinsman was someone who's like we need to bring in everyone yeah he was that kind of guy like he brought in everyone from all over the world like the players that like had yeah. some sort of American American nationality. And- well, I think he just raided like um, Knight and Horvath and probably his own son and um, and like some other other young keepers higher than Ochoa and uh, and Ochoa never really got called into any camps. And I mean, he was young when he made the switch, so it was yeah, just I mean, kinda, totally yeah, yeah. But he wasn't Spider Man today. No, you think I mean, he made some good saves, but he yeah. he wasn't unfortunately he wasn't Spider Man for two moments. He, he could not he could not shoot webbing to stop a shot curling away. He had running two of them. one was tantalizingly close. He had there were two moments. One was from I can't remember if it was a free kick or a corner at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. It was like eighty fifth minute and it was just like it was. I can't remember who the defender was. Maybe it was like Hector. Her. I can't remember who it was. But they the the player didn't really do much to like kind of. He just froze him just for a little bit, and he yeah. got it right on his right foot, and he just curled it. In he the just corner. curled it, like yeah. curled it upper ninety kind of corner. And like Ochoa looked a little out of position, but he also didn't have time to get into position. So it was like, yeah. well, I'm, he knew. He knew as right. soon what, as hit. He what was can like, I do? It's like what like like right. He's, he's not even someone. jumping. He's just like, hey guys, you can't let him have that. Like he dove. Yeah, but he knew he wasn't getting there. Yeah, like he was diving to like hope to maybe get a fingertip, and he, <laughs> right. he wasn't far away. But yeah. he knew he was he was done. Right, it was it was never gonna. It was over. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Trying to think, France looked great. Uh, Brazil look solid actually which is a which is a really interesting thing they just look like they're a very they're they not an, really uninventive actually right i was gonna say they don't look like an offensive power they just look like they're gonna like grind it out they're gonna they're just gonna win games because they're better than you and they're not gonna try like they're gonna have their moments to to do that i think i just think serbia is probably serbia really played pretty test. well i yeah. was pretty i was i mean they i heard saw someone call them serbian butchers talking about slicing people down on the pitch and like i mean yeah, a little bit, but they played well. They played to their game. Brazil is all, Brazil's going to do that, pull that out of teams too. Yeah, like I, and I, that Richarlison goal. I mean, yeah. I mean, is that our goal of the tournament, or are we waiting for a, like a better moment? There. So, so if it comes in the finals or in the semifinals, there might be a better goal. But I think in the group stages, pretty good, right? Yeah, that was pretty, pretty good. good. That was pretty good. Yeah, I was like, eh? like, and it was all on a miscontrol, and he like went bananas yep. after. I was like, what just happened? Is that <laughs> like, 
I just sounded like Richarlison. Like what? Richarlison? Yeah. I he's he has won me over because like I mean I know he's got Everton in him so and he's got Tottenham in him. Tottenham, yeah, he's Tottenham now. But uh, but he's just such a such an annoying. He's like, very British. Like yeah, he's, he's a very British player. Like I know it, I know that sounds really full um, of shit housery. Yeah, and ah, uh, I kind of like like when when he did the keepy uppies and then he got sliced down and he was like, yeah, that's fair. Like uh, that's when he started to win me over because it was like, yeah, of course you'd slice me. I'm I'm making you look bad. Like yeah. you got to. I just like, like, he's so like he's like really strange. Like he's got like <laughs> some Brazilian flair, but he's he's very he's so British. Like yeah. he's very direct. Yep. He's like like loves a long ball. He loves winning balls in the air. Like yep. he he's not like a typical. Brazilian player, yeah. in my opinion, he's kind the, of he mixes it hole. up. Like he'll yeah. get involved he in mind things. Being physical, yep. like he's, yeah. and I think in a way, like that's probably why he starts with that Brazilian. Team I actually I think, was, I was like, Richarlison is starting, but like it works. He's, it's a little steal. Like I yeah. know it's from the top, but like they that yeah. so sometimes those Brazilian teams are like they don't have that like they don't have that like kind of like cutting edge like that like all right yeah. like oh you're gonna mess up Neymar so let's f you up too like right. you know you have to have kind of an enforcer on the pitch like you can't just you know if a guy is going to get by you he's going to get by you if he's going to get by you all the time well you got to kick him a little bit you know (laughs) i mean that's part of the game right right you gotta have a little bit of nasty and it's like one of those unwritten rules like of the game and the thing is so like well especially since neymar did actually get hurt in this game and he's out for the group stages. Uh, I don't know if still... you saw the picture of his ankle. It yeah, pretty, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. Pretty pretty swolled up. Yeah. Um, I did it didn't even look like it was like that bad of a tackle. I think he just he just kind of caught him late. And then... he, I think it's I mean, if he he caught him late. Yeah. He caught him kind of from behind. It was pretty yeah. gnarly. I thought it was I thought it was a pretty rough tackle, but <laughs> Um. Uh. But hey, that's that's part of what happens sometimes. You know. Like yeah. It's, it's he got he got hit hard in that game. He Neymar yeah. was targeted in that. Oh, game. Oh yeah. Well, like he's he gonna, always is. He's gonna be he, targeted in every game. Yeah. I I mean this. If you're a Brazil fan, you love him. If you're a PSG fan, you love him. Everyone else in the world kind of cheers a little when he gets sliced down. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> not kind of like kind it's of in a mean way of but his actions too like right. he's like he's very dramatic and he like he does make a meal of it yeah. and he does like to make guys look bad there's there's been a lot of melodramatic moments in this uh <laughs> in this world cup of like players like i i saw it like three or four times today and i was like guys like you didn't even get hit in the face and they like right. go up and they're like yeah. oh my my eye my eye like, yeah and then you eye. and you're like you didn't even there's like no, no contact near or around your face. Like, please, please be respectful and have some integrity. When <laughs> right, do just this. a like, little integrity. Like, if you actually get hit in the face, go down and yeah. get like act like you've been hit in the face. That's fine. If you want to take a little extra time, whatever, fine. I don't care. But like, yeah, like if you get hit in the area, get hit in the area and like res- like respond in that way. Like, yeah. please stop. Like, please stop it. Like, I love the game so much, and I feel I have to try to defend everyone <laughs> for this, and I'm getting tired of it. Right, I am. That? I am sick of. Defending this. I'm sick of defending you guys. Like, right. the... people understand the ones where guys like get kicked in the shins, yeah. and you're like, imagine running full speed, yeah. and then you get stepped on, and then you roll around for a few minutes. Like, hey, because like, yeah, oh, even when you some put of that, that rolling way. around, I'm like, guys, yeah. like, I think you can like roll around once, and then like just sit there and do your Peter Griffin, like the th- right. <sighs> 
<laughs> you can do that, but I yeah. think after a while, it's like, okay, like we get it. Like, yeah, I get it. And, or maybe their pain tolerance is really low, and you just like have to live with that. Yeah, you, know, I you don't just know. like they have really low pain tolerances, and I'm like that's how they react to it. And it's just like, but I think this is like a conditioning. This is more conditioning than the actual reality. Because yeah, you watch the women's game, and they they kick each other pretty hard, and they don't do the same things. That I have hung out with a few female soccer players, and they terrify me. Uh, every single yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. They all they'll kick the shit out of you. They, they are they are not they are mean. Not necessarily personality wise, but like they they get a little nasty in them. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, anyway. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> speak. Speaking of not being able to, or of lots of melodramatics for fouls. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So the U.S. Wales couldn't. Um. Couldn't. Couldn't buy a foul there. Yeah. What the hell? I have no idea what was happening. Well, I do know what was happening in that. Uh. That game. That was the Qatari referee crew. Um, oh, it was, huh? Yeah. Uh, it was not. I. I have notes. I took notes on this game, and I think there are three or four times where I was like, that probably should have been something um, for both sides. And, like, I know the fouls kind of went a little bit more in the way of um, of Wales, but it was just a poorly officiated game more than it was actually a uh, like any kind of conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, Pulisic has been very frustrated by the amount of times he gets kicked and doesn't get uh, doesn't get calls. But... Uh, he's not that kind of superstar, though. Right, he doesn't, he doesn't get those. He's not there yet. Like, yeah. He's, I know that he's like a number 10 for one of the 32 yeah. nations there, but he's not like, it doesn't say Spain on his jersey or right. Germany or um, England. But like kind of what sucks for him yeah. is he's one of the most direct players in the world. I mean, yeah. Right? So yeah. he's, he's got to get those a little bit. He'll. Get, I think if they make it out of the group stages, he'll get it, definitely. I think that's part of the, that's going to be part of the, the process for him. Yeah. And I think they have a chance. So as of recording, it's winter go home against Iran. Yeah, he's got to win. Win one nil. Right. That's, I mean, like, congrats, guys. You've made it through the tournament, and it got easy for you. But guess you what? Know? You got to win against Iran. I, I think the U.S. were trying to win yesterday. I think they actually tried to win in all three of their games. I believe they, against England, kind of in, like, when everybody starts making subs and England is pretty clearly going for the draw, I think there's a little bit of, all right, like, that's, we could live with that. Like, they they still tried. They still were going for their chances. They were the better team. They had the crossbar twice. Yeah. Pulisic had, almost had an amazing goal, rattled it off the crossbar. He's, like, six inches too high. I was trying, who else hit the crossbar? McKenney? Might have been McKenney. With the bar? He hit it at her off the bar, right? Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, what, but yeah, 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 yeah. Or like it was like a little bit wide, a little bit off the they bar. Yeah, their chances. Yeah, they, they almost gave it up right at the very end too. They they gave up. Yeah. They gave a chance up to Harry Kane at the very end. Which right, was, the header that was. I was like, any other day of the week, and Harry Kane puts that in the <laughs> corner, and he, he missed that bad. He missed it bad. He it's because right. what happened is he saw it so late. Yeah, like he saw it at the very end because the U.S. players were all up and yeah, and he's trying to just, trying to get just to trying it. to guess in that moment, yeah. but. Yeah, the U.S. have been, I would say, like a six and a half out of ten, and they need yeah. to have like a seven and a half performance on um, Tuesday. Yes, and I think if they do, they'll they'll move forward. I think so they'll be fine. It actually, it's fun thematically for me because when you get down to it, you start looking at what that match is going to be, and you've spent an entire cycle now trying to do the exact thing you're gonna have to do 
which um, is beat Iran. Yeah, beat Iran. You have to beat the low block. And it's been the struggle. It has been what Bearhalter was brought in to do mm-hmm. was how do you beat a low block? This low block. And Iran's a good attacking team ish. They have players. If they get out in transition, mm-hmm. they can hurt you. <laughs> yeah, but they're not gonna do that. No, in this game. They're gonna they're gonna shut up shop and they're yep. gonna ask you to it, score a goal against. It's them. gonna be eleven behind the ball. Yep. You know and. You're going to see the U.S. with like 75 to 80% possession in this game. Yeah. And they could lose 2-1. to one. Yeah, that's absolutely true. What changes do you think they will bring? I think they're going to come in attacking. I think, you know, you look at the game, you know what it's going to be. Who will be the starting striker is really the question. It's. I think it's got to be Sargent. He's been the best so far in the tournament. I think it's going to be, can I Can I give you a surprise? I think it's going to yeah. be Jesus Ferreira. You think it's going to be Ferreira? I think he's going to start, yeah. You know why? Okay. Because no one has inspired that much confidence. And yeah. I think literally Berhalter's like, you yeah. might even just go like, hey, kid, you got 30 minutes. If nothing, nothing works, we're putting the next kid in. Yeah. And gonna, you we'll could put easily see three strikers yeah, three, in the course of 30 90 minutes. Because yeah. it doesn't, to, at this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like they need to win the game. So it doesn't matter how, how mm-hmm. long those kids are on for. If it's not working, it's not working. You got to move to the next thing. You, uh, you've said that um, Sargent hasn't inspired confidence. Uh, I think his work rate and his... His um like he comes back and he gets the ball and he he helps progress the attack really well. I think he's done a really good job of that in this tournament. I think it's part of the reason why the U.S. has been able to get out and attack as much as they have because Sargent tracks pretty far what back. They, I think what needs to happen is they need to get a lot of corners and set pieces around the box, and I think that's where yeah. they'll get their, their and gold. Maybe take Pulisic off of those because he has he not been very good. Yeah, no, it it's. It's been pretty bad. He's hit the first man a lot, and in soccer, that's kind of like the one thing you can't do on set pieces. I mean, you you, you gotta find you've got a guy <laughs> with red, white, and blue, at, and like in his afro right now. Like, get it on that dude's head. <laughs> right? Like, he's there's only that's the guy, man. He's like, one of the best guys in the world at this. Like, he he. This is yeah. This is like real. That's like facts. Like, and he's he's like dyed his hair, so like you know exactly that that's that dude. Like, I would love for him to just have a target on the other side of his head than on the Iran game. Word. Like, just put it there. Like, just put it right here. Yeah. It's easy to find. He's got it. He's there, man. Like, he's there. Like, yeah. he's, I mean, that's the guy you hit. Like, that's yep. it. Like, just get it to that dude's head, and I think good things happen. So Even Sargent. Like, Sargent yep. can hit that, yep. that ball back with his head. He's a good header of the ball in the air, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, it's, like, don't overcomplicate it. You're like, right. this is a game, like, you need goals. Like, get, like, be like us. Right. Be by the trash fire. Right. All hail the trash fire. All hail the trash fire. Any goal is a good goal. There. So I'm going to pull this into late 90s, early 2000s hockey. Are you ready? There was a player for the Boston Bruins. His name was Mike Knubel. <laughs> K-N-U-B-L-E. Okay? And Mike, Mike Knubel could not skate. I mean, he could. He's a far better skater than any of us. He wasn't a great skater for the NHL. He didn't pass. He didn't hit. He didn't play great defense. You know what he did? He got 35 goals a year by the dumpster fire. Yeah, he cleaned. He, he cleaned just up the cleaned trash. up the trash. He just up the trash. And that's going to be the dish. kind of night that you have to have. You just have to clean up the trash. There'll be a lot of it. There are going to be just fire things in. Let yeah. the let let some chaos happen and clean up the trash. I think sometimes with some of these systems, they there's like too much intric- intricacy, like about like how they score the goals. Yeah. 
Like, sometimes you just need to, like, you've got players who can win headers, like, yep. put in the fucking mixer and see what happens. Like, right. create, just create a little bit of something here and there. And it's not to say that they can't get cutbacks and they can't do all that stuff, too. I think they should try to work on that as well. Mm -hmm. But, like, like get a, like get your best servers of the ball out on the wings mm -hmm. and put some fucking balls in the box. And I know, I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm not that kind of guy. But nope. it's like, that I is am. a strength of the U.S. men's national team. Right. Like, we, we are chaos. We're very good at chaos ball. That's what CONCACAF teaches you. <laughs> well, it's well, it's just like you. I think it's more like a system of the players. Like they can possess the ball, but like you've got like two or three guys who are like really good to a lead at winning the ball in the air. Mm -hmm. Like Weston McKenney is probably one of the best five attackers in in the in the air in the game. He just he goes up a, above everybody. He just and he's, and he's very so good at it too. Yeah. Like he like there's no one that can really defend him. Like it was like w when they played Mexico last year in the the the. Uh, the Nations League Cup. Right, he was winning everything. Like he, they could, I mean, the, every time there was a corner, like it felt like they, the U.S. could have scored. I think they had like six corners. They could have scored six goals because of Weston McKinney and how unreal he was in the air. You know, like that's really what it's about. Like they, they have, they, they have these strengths, and sometimes I wonder if they play to them all the time. You know, yeah. I don't think they always do that. I so the big question has been what's happening with Gio Reyna in this tournament. And uh, I do know Bearholter got a lot of flack in the uh, U.S.-Wales game. He put in Jordan Morris. He said he wanted, um, said he liked his speed and power or something like that mm -hmm. uh, was what he'd said. Uh, he only played 10, 15 minutes, and he didn't sub in Reyna, and Reyna played eight minutes against England. There's a lot of talk of Bearhalter had said Reyna was hurt. Reyna said, no, I'm good to go. I think it's probably somewhere... I don't think... that. Yeah. I, I think, think it's like 90%, and they're like, why am I putting you in in a game that is rapidly becoming a bloodbath? Yeah, why... Why you, You're going to go against a really physical Welsh team, right? That's what they do. Right. Right. They're right. a physical direct team. You're going to put a guy who is slight and who has, injury, has had injury problems the last two who, years... Who is currently working off an injury. Who is not fully healthy yet. Right. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, put him in that game. Like, I, this is like... I understand the frustration. Of, uh, Gio, yeah, yeah. Gio Reyna not playing is bullshit. Right. Like, he's not fully healthy. Right. Like, he may only get 30 minutes in this Iran game because they, they might have to throw him on. And you know what? He could get substituted because he might get hurt again. Right, right. You can't, You just can't trust that he's going to be, he's going to make the whole game. The last time he played for Dortmund, I think he played, what, like 15 minutes and had to come off. I think he did come back recently and he played okay. a full 90, but it was like, he's only done it a couple times in the last year. Yeah. Like, like why are we, why are we like... Like rushing this kid back. He's only 19. Right. He's give, 19 years old. Give him old. time. He's here. He's here. He's played eight minutes in the World Cup. Like, He's seen it. Yeah. Maybe that's enough, you know? And, like, I, I get it, but I also understand why, specifically against the Welsh, Jordan Morris comes on. He's he's that kind of player. That's yeah, this. That's even, his kind of game. <laughs> even even um even against England, like, the fact yep. that he, only, he, he played eight minutes, like, sure, maybe, but the reason why he was in for that eight minutes is because, like, the, like, England should Shut up shop essentially. They yeah, didn't work. They were happy. They were happy with the draw. And Gio needed some minutes to get his legs, you know, get some of his legs underneath them <laughs> and try to like, you know, keep going. And I know I like 
that it, it's funny that Gio has his pride, of course, yeah. and I think that's part of what you saw there, where he was. Yeah. He's like, no, no I'm, I'm fine. Like, yeah. like let yeah. it be. But like, Burhalter knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. you gotta trust. Like, the coach, you have to trust the coaches most times when it comes to injuries, and especially like I would say a guy like Burhalter knows when someone's not right. He can right. probably see when someone's not right. But he, they also have a great medical staff. So like, they have. Yeah. You have to trust that they're making the right decisions for that kid. He's it's, 19. Like he, if he keeps getting injured now, he'll be Jack Wilshire at 28, and right. he'll be a, he'll have just about retired, and you'll everyone will be asking what what if instead of right. being like, oh, this kid was a great great player. And, like, here's the thing. Anybody who wants to criticize Greg Bearhalter for not putting in Gio Reyna, trust me, Greg wants that kid to play, man. Oh, he does, because he knows how good he is. His job is, in many ways, on dependent yeah. on that kid playing, Yeah, you know? So it's... <laughs> It's just one of those things. I understand the frustration with Bearhalter. He makes decisions. I, I think it's very interesting coming into the World Cup that he hadn't played Ream at all in and qualifying. Brought him. And then brought him in. But he didn't have anyone else. But I also think like Who else he, he didn't gonna... he didn't bring Ream in to the that last cup that last camp because like what's Ream gonna get from it? Nothing. Ream knows what he's gonna do. He's thirty three years old. Thirty six. Yeah. He's thirty six <laughs> oh, years right. old. My bad. Um, he's 36. <laughs> like it's not like he, it's not like he could possibly have another World Cup. Like this is it for him. No, and like you know, you just call him up and you're like, hey, you know how to play left center back? And he's like, yes. He's like, what specifically are my outlets on any given day? And he gives him a list. Just like, okay, like, and that's it. That's all he needs. He knows what to do. He knows the system. Tim Reams had been in the U.S. Men's National Team. He's played for the U.S. <laughs> right. Men's National Team before. Like I saw him get destroyed by Spain 11 years ago. Like, right. I, you know, like when he was just coming up. He when he, he was knows like 24, 25. Like he he knows. He knows the job. I mean, <laughs> like, he's played at Fulham for the last like six or seven years, like right. up and down in the Premier League. And he's the thing is, is he's been really good. Mm-hmm. And Burhalter had no other options. Yeah. Like if he had another option, he would have chosen him over Tim Reed. But he knew that like Tim Reed's been really solid, and he's found like a found a youth, and he looks actually like for Fulham, he's been like kind of a stalwart for him. He's been really like much better than yeah people expected. Yeah, you know, and like it, I'm glad that he brought him. We were talking about this before. Like, yeah. oh, do we? Does he oh, yeah. bring Tim Reeman? Is like, I mean, I don't he think should. you have a choice. Yeah, right, like, he you should. You have to. Yeah, he's yeah. been like the most consistent uh, U.S. center back for a long time. Like he's he's always he's just, just dependable. Yeah, like, he's just like he, he may not be like the best center back that you'll get. Like he may not no. be the most talented one, but like you know what you're gonna get from him. Yeah. You know you're gonna get like a seven out of ten, and that'll. Like he may not go above a seven and a quarter, but like he's a seven. Like he's not going to be the reason that you lose. Yeah, you know, very rare that he'll be the reason that you lose. Yeah, and he can and he can hit a pretty decent pass. Yeah, Uh, I do love that. It's pretty clear him and Anthony Robinson have like kind of a a Fulham connection. Like they can find each other at all times. They know exactly what the other guy's going to do. And I think maybe the U.S. should look at that a little bit more. Maybe try to find ways to get more of their guys playing for like kind of the same the same teams i know that's tough when yeah. you're talking at the club level but like if you can i don't know it shit christian pulisic if you have someone in your life who listens to you get a loan to like fulham or leeds 
Just go that's play with those guys. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. You know he's going to another big club. Like, he, I mean, going, I know. He, he, he leaving, he's leaving Chelsea this year. Like, oh, he, yeah. No, no it's, it's done. He's staying yeah. at Chelsea. I really hope he can get, like, he's looked pretty good in this tournament. He's, it's been an uphill climb for him. He, uh, a he lot like Neymar, more. he gets kicked. He but, need, but he also needs to play more. He doesn't yeah. play enough. Like, and the thing is, he's he's another guy like Gio Reyna who it's struggles right. to stay on the field consistently. Yeah. Like, when's the last time he's been on the field for more six and seven games at a time? Yeah, you know, like he doesn't. That's like it's an mo. It's like a. It's starting to become an American wing thing. Well, it's just like a. It's just like it's just him directly. Like it's him. Yeah. Like he's had injury problems. He has hamstring injuries. Yeah. Like Gio Reyna's had hamstring injuries. He's had issues. Like it's what happens when you're a really good creative player. It's also what happens when you go up through the Borussia Dortmund uh, academy. It seems. You're going to put it on them. They've got a lot of guys that have come through there that have these leg injuries. Such as? Uh, who's the German kid there? Like Marco Roos. Mm. Mc- he's been healthy there recently. Yeah. he's. I mean, it's, it's taken time. But like uh, Gio Reyna, I want to say Sancho had one last year or the year before. It's, it's definitely a semi-known thing among the Dortmund fans is kind of like... It's weird a lot of our guys pick up injuries, isn't it? Like all the time. So it's uh, it might be something to do. They did fire their uh, head physio at the end of last year, I believe. Mm. And they got somebody new. So it, there might be something to it. Could be right. It could definitely be right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, it's, you know, it, it can be two things at the same time. No, I wasn't saying it yeah. wasn't. I, I never said that at all. I just yeah. like, you know, it's just. They're also started playing professionally very, very young. Yeah. And it's 16, it's 17. It's a very, like, common, like, it's a thing that happens. Like, these guys who play, like, with big boys at a young age, like, the, the you demands, hurt. you get hurt more. I mean, there's so many of that, that ha- so often that that happens in the game. And I mean, that's kind of what happened to uh to Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey? Yeah. He started playing, um, or I mean, Will, Will Shear. Will yeah, Shear. Yeah, Jack Will Shear. Ra- Aaron Ramsey, Ramsey was, like, he, his... Someone shattered his leg into like a million pieces. Like, and it's. But he was young. He was young. He was 17. Yeah. yeah. He was 17 or 18, and he was playing really well. And yeah. yeah. Somebody was like, absolutely. One not. of his own countrymen decided, oh, yeah, like, I want to break your leg. Yeah. Guess I'm going to throw a horror tackle I th- at yeah, you. Yeah. I think I'm going to throw a horror tackle in. And then, like, he he, he was visibly upset, Ryan Shawcross, who, yeah. who did this. But, like, he was like, as time went on, and, and uh, Aaron Ramsey was like, no, I don't want him around. Around. Like right. he was all upset about it. And I was like, to be fair, dude, you you shattered his leg, dude. Like you you came in recklessly and like almost ended his career. Like right. the fact that Aaron Ramsey is still of an effective member of like the Welsh national team and is still playing for them is like to me like a a minor miracle. Because yeah. if you saw that dude's leg, it was it was bad. And it wasn't the thing is is that at the time. A little Arsenal detour here for a moment. Like, at the time. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. That was happening to Arsenal a lot. They were getting kicked to shit because they were the faster, quicker, more technical team. And that was the only way that you could stop them was, like, kicking the shit out of them. And, like, and Wenger, like, was pleading for years, like, why are we not getting protected more? Like, why is this happening? Like, we keep seeming to having, having, like, horrible leg injuries every single year. Like, it happened to Diaby, and then it happened to Eduardo, and then it happened to... Ramsey like almost year to year to year like back to back to back and you're like what do you like why why is this happening why is this happening and you're like it's because that was the English game yeah because you're too too quick too too pretty too pretty anyway uh, but can't have any of that mate. Yeah. <laughs> back to the United States do you think they'll make it through 
Yes. I think you just have to beat Iran, right? You have been a good team at this tournament. You just need one game. And listen, can I can I tell you, I really hope that Wales beats England on Tuesday <laughs> and just shits this whole thing. No, so if so even if Wales beats England, yeah, because they lost to Iran. If we beat Iran, we still make it. We'll, make, we'll be top of the group. Oh, yeah, we'll be top of the group. Top of the and, group. And you avoid the Netherlands, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take on Senegal. Instead. Right, which, you know, hey. Hey, I think that'll probably be Senegal. Could be Ecuador, though. Ecuador's Sen- Senegal good. versus Ecuador is, is the, the match. Yeah, so yeah. They, they just play for their right to party, they, essentially. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a fight to the death. Yep. And boy, howdy. I'd sure be excited to see Ecuador again. I wouldn't. No, they're... That'll be fun. That'll So any of these CONCACAF teams, if they meet in a group stage, it will be an absolute bloodbath. The world isn't ready for like a CONCACAF tournament. Ecuador's from Camembo. Are they? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, I don't want to play Ecuador. Like, are you kidding me? They look really good. Like, I, I would rather play Senegal than I would play Ecuador right now. Well, a lot of Senegal's players are kind of hurt, aren't they? Um, when is that? Sadio Mane hasn't, I don't think he has played yet. I think Sadio Mane is out for the tournament. The tournament. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I wouldn't want to play Ecuador. Like, they look like, they looked really good against, um, the, did they play the Netherlands already? Yeah. Yeah. They, they looked really good against the Netherlands. And it, uh, may, may, they may not have a ton of firepower, but they're going to they're gonna run you off the park. Yeah. And, I said, and maybe it would be good for the United States, because that's, a, that, like, they're similar in style, so <laughs> it could be okay. But I don't know. I just feel like that Senegal team might be a better team, better fit for the U.S. to, to beat, or to, like, maybe get to a quarterfinal. Amazing. Could that, could that be? But, I mean, we could just play the Dutch and, and suffer. Right. And then just the Dutch. You're like, oh, okay, I know what this is, and just kind of handle us. <laughs> but right. who knows? I mean, the U.S. did play well against England. Yeah, I mean, they did. Yeah, we're I mean, we're not afraid of these teams. Yeah, and the Dutch are—they haven't been great. Nope, yet. they They've have looked right. somewhat vulnerable. They look all right. You know, that's actually right. something that's happened in this tournament. They've been like, oh, like, yeah, bring this up. Please. Going in, it looks like the like the gap between, I'll say, upper, not the top. Because France and Brazil, Spain and Spain, yeah, thousand passes, yeah, we'll talk uh, about that after. But. Still look like unreal. They're just they're they're clearly above everybody else. And then everybody after that, like it seems like it's just the gap is shrinking. I want to say though, like even though those teams are really really good, mm-hmm. like even that gap is smaller than it what it used to be. Yeah, in my opinion, I think. I think the teams in that second tier can beat those teams, like can beat Brazil and France and and Spain more readily now than they've ever been able to than they've ever been able to do. I think that gap keeps getting smaller and smaller. But I think the world needs to be ready. I think that Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, yeah, and Japan beating Germany is kind of like a hey, none of this is a given anymore, guys. I mean, like Qatar is, but other than that, like shit, Australia beat who? Tunis, Tunisia? Yeah, Tunisia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's. Which I mean was a surprise, but wasn't. But we didn't think Australia are gonna be like. I yeah we I mean good for them. They you know they're they're probably gonna come out of their group, aren't they? Australia. Yeah. No. They I think they're second team. right now. No, Denmark is well. No, because Denmark and Tunis. Well, if Denmark beat Australia, they'll go through. Okay. Because France France beat uh, Australia. Yeah. Australia beat Tunisia. And Tunisia and Denmark drew. drew, and they just lost to the French. So like right. that, that Denmark Australia. That what matters is if Denmark right. beats Australia. Uh, so Australia's Australia. in the in the catbird seat there. They just have to draw. Um, I, know. I don't know if they been, can. Like, we, we we were pretty harsh on them in this 
this in this right. uh, in our talk in the tournament because we thought they were one of the worst teams, and you know what? <laughs> They've been actually okay. They've in, been all in right. Australia in that France game. I know that France went four to one, but Australia had chances. They yeah. they they were in that game. They honestly, it could have been three to two at halftime. I for mean, one Australia, of them was, yeah, one of them, one of the one of the goals was kind of like a from distance, like would have been a worldy sort of thing, but mm-hmm. like it skimmed the outside of the post and the like the crossbar. It was close enough to make some French, you know, buttholes kind of kind of clench. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't couldn't help it. Anyway, um, but yeah, they. I mean, the the Australians had a chance right before halftime too. Like they hit the post, I think, or the crossbar, or at the end of the half so. there, and they could have tied it two to two, and that would have been a very different. Could have had a very different outcome to that game, you know. And um, this is also to say, like, I know France is like they're considered to be one of the favorites and the only team that's won two games so far, but they have also not been completely dominant this whole time either. Yeah. They, like, they've shown some vulnerability. They're not super great at the back. I, yeah. I think they're, and they can be had at set pieces, I, I think, too. Like, there there are some things. And that right back thing right now with, uh, with Lucas. P- Pavard? Yeah, Pavard and, or Kunde. Like, whew. It's been a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, it's got, they got some issues over there, and yeah. they could be exposed. Like, the, a Spain team will expose that shit in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, And I want to get into Spain really quick, because, oh, my lord. Uh, we, we talk about CONCACAFing. Like, that, I mean, Spain just decided that they just wanted to, like, say, like, hey, con- like you were going to try to CONCACAF? Yeah, um, we're going to we're gonna slice you very, right. very minutely. Oh, death. you wanted to play Chaos Ball? Great. Well, why don't you do that over there, and we'll keep this for the whole game and score four. Yeah. That sounds nice? Oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Well, actually, let's make it seven. It's <laughs> right. it, They literally, we can li- like have some literal and metaphorical connection here by saying it was death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> Because literally a thousand. Spain passed the ball one thousand and forty three times. Completed. Completed passes in this game. That's not attempted. That's completed. Completed passes in this match. Like I like that like I can't tell you how much that blows my mind. Like the like how many times and they had the ball for what almost eighty two percent of the time. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It, a lot. Ridiculous numbers. Like that never that doesn't happen. Like period. I wonder if Costa Rica set up like, okay, we're gonna play our low bo- low block and then like the first goal was scored and then they're like What do we do? Okay, let's set up our low block and then like the second goal was scored and then, and then the it's third. like oh Oh, okay. I guess we'll just die then. <laughs> it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing watching them play. They're uh, that Spain team to me. Like that Costa Rica team is not that bad. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, they they're be- not. I mean, great. they beat the U.S. They're not. They're not terrible, but they're they're not seven nil bad. No. And it's. I think it's just because, Sp- like, maybe Spain won't play as well in the rest of the tournament after this game. It could right, be that like, was just, just like, one. oh, we just got our, yeah, we got our one in and that's it. But something tells me that they're going to be fine. They're, it, something tells me that they could be one of those, like, they're going to be in the semifinal. Right, like, you're. they're going to just kind of be like that all the way through. Yeah. yeah. And, like, if they may not win 7-0 every time. They may win, like, 1-0, but you realize, like, uh, we were never near the final third, their final third. Yeah. Because of how good they were at holding the ball. Right. They just, they kept the ball. It never seemed like it was going to be that, like, we never seemed like we were threatening. Yeah. And to me, Luis Enrique is the best coach in the tournament right now. Yeah. That, that might be true. Yeah, and I think that's why I think they have a chance to win it. Yeah. They, Luis Enrique, like... I love that he's been doing Zoom. 
Zoom and Twitch like oh, conversations really? with reporters, like and just regular people. So he di- he's done Twitch, so like anybody can ask him questions, mm-hmm. and like he's been very candid about stuff, which I is really it. really yeah. nice. Because like Luis Enrique is himself, you know, so he's just he's not worried about any of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you gonna do here? And he just tells you, like, okay, it's because like, he knows, like, he's not like what they do now isn't a secret anymore. He's like, I'm not right. This is not revolutionary. You you know what this will be like. Yeah, and the thing is is like he is still like kind of a revolutionary and if he decided to stay in the club game like he he would be looked at in the same sort of deference and refer like uh, references um as pep because they're very very similar and i think they get the same sort of results and he also is someone that is got some enchilada in him it's like all right we're just gonna get the players to do be in the right positions to do the right things too at the same time you guys know what know what to do i just have to figure out how to put everyone in a position so everybody knows what the right thing to do yeah at the same time Neymar Messi Suarez the MSN line yep that was him he's like he knew what he needed to do he's like all right we might pay a little more direct than we normally do but it's like they're gonna do all the creating and scoring of goals like let's just figure out how to defend really well and just move on from that right uh just kick it up to them three and guess what we'll score enough we'll score enough (laughs) we'll be okay and they scored like like 75 percent of the goals for that team that year like they all scored like 30 plus or something ridiculous like that it's just like they'll figure it out yes don't worry about offense I don't have any thoughts that they don't yeah. like. <laughs> he's such a good coach. Like I, I it's it's a little like he's also he's at Spain for a specific reason. He's doing some personal things and dealing with personal life stuff. Yep. But he could do the club game easily. Like he like a Premier League team, like a top end Premier League team, like let's say Manchester United wasn't didn't have Ten Hag or you know like maybe Chelsea doesn't like Graham Potter all that much anymore like I could see after this World Cup that someone goes and talks to Luis Enrique and say like hey like we'll yeah. give you all this monies all these monies and we'll like give you support and stuff if you can please come and figure out a way for uh, you to be coach here yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see I do wonder who will be available after this World Cup so World Cup usually has um, big money moves after it oh like uh, players and stuff you're talking yep, to players mm-hmm. and coaches like mm-hmm. they'll be a lot of I wonder whose stock is gonna rise Cody Gappo <laughs> oh my god like you're talking like PSV like held off at the end of the market because yep. they were thinking about selling to Manchester United they probably just doubled the value right. of double him. doubled yeah. His, oh my god yeah. yeah like that's a guy for real like and a lot of those Spanish players that have been playing like <laughs> I mean if they continue to play this way it's kind of hard not to right be nope. like okay yeah hey if you play for the national team in Spain then probably you're already at one of the big clubs but right but well, also, you're like everyone should know your name already. Like, all the point. talent scouts should be like, Oh, yeah, he's good. Like, he costs too much, or like, Yeah, you should get him. And they've been telling you for like, right. you know, a year and a half already. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think if there's any U.S. Uh, men's teams players that, like, Yunus Musa is at Valencia. He's like doing well at Valencia, so he's probably going to stay there and do the thing. Where's Way at right now? Uh, Lille. That Lille. He'll probably stay there. Maybe he might get a move to like a club in England or something. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it goes to like, like a Newcastle type team, I feels like that'd be a good fit for him. That actually wouldn't be a bad, yeah. It'd yeah, it'd be, be a good, good fit. fit for him. He's only 22. Yeah, and it, he can play left and right, so he would just or 21. Eat. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's 22 now. 21, 22, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he could he could play on either side, be a deputy for uh, Saint Maximin and um Almiron. Almiron, because Almiron at some point you would imagine will get tired. I've never seen it, but at some point he might get tired. I'm trying to think of other players that have been really good so far. I mean, it's it's all guys that you would like that people already know. Like um, 
like probably our best player has been Tyler Adams. He oh, just, he's been so he'll he get just a, he'll appears get a to be anywhere. Look. Yeah, he'll he'll go to a Champions League team and play because he he's because he's, he's been be great there. for uh for Leeds, um, Leeds as yeah. well. And Brendan like, Aronson has been good. Yeah. Has he been on for them a little bit? Yep. Uh, Brendan Aronson's fun because as soon as he gets on the pitch, he's sort of like Adams. Like it must be the the Leeds in him where it's just like oh shit, these guys are just everywhere. Like all of a sudden you watch him do like five things and you're like where are you playing right now yeah what is happening right now yeah you're just he's just all over doing everything that's that jesse marsh stuff too like that u.s that's like a u.s and leeds connection it's like a little bit of both because jesse marsh has i mean it's i'm assuming teaches some of the same principles yeah i I do wonder if if jesse marsh's uh eventual job is the um u.s men's national men's national team i don't know if it I don't know. I'm glad that he's at Leeds, and I'm glad yeah. that he's had some ups and downs at Leeds because yeah. I think he's learning a lot. And I and I I want to say this like he is actually a very good coach. Yeah, I, th- I think he's been pretty good there. They're going to be mid table. Yeah, they're they're sort of where they should be. You know, I like, think, but they're I think they're gonna be they'll be better in the second half of the year, yeah. or the second two thirds of the year or the yeah. two thirds part of the year because they're kind of that's where they are right now is third way through. Well. So. Playing on the right wing for Brazil is um, Rafinha. Rafinha, who I believe was at Leeds, was at Leeds. So losing him, they lost some big does hurt. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it was always gonna, there was always gonna be a step back on that. Yeah, and the thing is, is like they're having to play a lot of youngsters, and they're like, I mean, they are improving. Like Somerville, yeah, yeah Somerville is his name. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, he's he's had like a couple goals in the yeah, last. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like they're they're gonna do some things. Like I I wouldn't surprise me if they. Improved Prove towards the end of the year and they'll finish like they could probably finish like ninth or tenth and i think honestly if you're a leeds fan like for now i know ultimately they want to be at the very top because that's leeds like leeds has that history but you know i'm trying to think if there are other players that have been in this world cup where i go yeah i really like him Shaq Moore's done his job. Okay. He came so he came on uh when Serginho Dest was on a yellow and Jack mm-hmm. Grealish came on. Oh yeah, just and in case, yeah. It it was basically like a hey, I mean you're gonna foul him. <laughs> like Yeah. He's he's really good at you fouling him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he, he did his job. He didn't do anything that like killed the US and he played okay defense. Where does he play? Shaq Moore plays in MLS. Where does he play in MLS? I don't know. I don't remember. He's an MLS player though. That I know. He might get a move. Maybe. Mm. You know, if if he ends up having to come in again in another one of these spots. I was just thinking if there's any other player that you're like, oh yeah, like he'll get a big time move somewhere. No, I think so. We're actually at a point with the U.S. where a lot of these guys are already over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if McKenney gets a game winning header, because he's looked okay, he's looked pretty good. I think McKenney's looked great, and he's still yeah. not fully healthy uh, either. One of the things that's been happening for the U.S. Actually, is uh, Adams, McKenney, and Musa are a nightmare to play through for teams. It's really hard to go through the middle on them because all three of them are healthy right now. They're all playing really well. They know if they get hurt, just and like, they're really active and they're really right. they cover a lot of ground. Yeah, yeah, and it's like England really struggled to play through them. They had to go to the outside because they couldn't get through. And they, uh, even then, it wasn't that's not yeah. their game. So that's what they. Yeah. Guess what? That what kind of game that would have been great for? By the way, you already know who I'm going to say. Oh, uh, Alexander Arnold. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
It would have been a great game for him. Yeah, I, he's not going to play. I I no, have I know he's. Not I have play. no idea what he did to Gareth Southgate, but oh, uh, it's just the way he looks at him. Okay, it's, it's just it's does. just like one of those like it's got to be one of those like silly do things. You, do you think it's like old Victorian English? Like he's like, no, you know what? I'm actually going to drop this bit. In fact, Nate, just cut this bit out. It's not going anywhere. Does he show so. too much of his ankle to him or something? Yeah, it's like too <laughs> too much ankle, too much ankle. You know, he just he looks at him with those with those. Uh, and, and Gareth Southgate is just like, I mustn't, but I must, but I mustn't. No, I can't. I really can't. Yeah, I can't. But My I waistcoat is feeling really tight right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that that kind of a deal. Um, maybe maybe it's a little bit of that. I'm actually giving him a huge compliment by saying his waistcoat is tight. Yeah, because those things are poofy. Oh, I was just saying he had a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like you weren't, we weren't on the same page for a second. I just wanted to make sure that we were. Ah, yeah. Well, hour and a half in. This is where we get to. Uh, we're talking about an hour and a half in. <laughs> talking about Gareth Southgate's uh, waistcoat. Tantric in here. It's yeah, yeah. The weird has come out. The tantric has come. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I don't remember. Trent Alexander-Arnold not getting a big money move. Um, oh, no, he's not getting a big money move, but I just I, I feel like I mean, he doesn't need to. He's at Liverpool, but yeah. I was just thinking about him playing. He could have played a game. Yeah, he, he probably would have been really been good. He it would have been helpful. Yeah, because he guess what he does? He's he, really good at possessing the ball. Right, and he's really good at putting in. balls in dangerous yeah. areas. Oh, but and guess who's at the end of those? Harry Kane. Mm. But he also would have had Christian Pulisic running at him, and that sounds terrifying. Yeah, yeah, the trade off there maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and if you got Harry Maguire behind that, it's probably not the best idea ever. Right. Yeah, I I do feel like I, or like Timo Vey. Like I I feel like you get a chance to rinse two highly regarded English defenders at the same time. This is where, like, Harry Maguire, like, this is why Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't play, I think. It's because there's no... Maguire's not covering that. Maguire's not covering that. Stones really isn't covering that Stones either. Stones is not covering they're not, that They either. are not fleet of foot. It's not that they're not fleet of foot. They're just not... They're not the greatest of tacklers, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. They're, uh, they're both large. They're large. They do that. They win well. hitters. Yeah. And and I mean, in both of their defense, they can hit a pretty good like diagonal ball. Yeah. They they can break a line. Maybe not two, but they can break a line. Hey, with that's a pass. important. You can break a line. Yep. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it's that's probably why CAA doesn't play. Which I mean, again, is an, an ongoing fight between the two of us. I'm just gonna keep bringing it up because I think it's really important that I stand up for myself and stand up for. <laughs> Trent Alexander-Arnold and his ability to play the game because he's really fucking good. Because he's really good. I mean, you're you're good. You can defend yourself. I, know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like, a, it's, 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 it's a, you know, like a personal life thing, like an ongoing, like, being able to say, no, talk to the hand. This is what I believe. <laughs> this is what I believe. You're objectively right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like that I'm making fun of myself. I'm de- like deprecating myself because, like, it is an issue in my life. And it's just funny that I'm like, no, Ryan, talk to the hand. Like, this is my time to defend my player. Um, Fucking lefties. <laughs> um, 
you think there's any um, Saudi Arabian players that will make a move, or are they going to make? Players? Are they going to make more money? See, that's the real question. The thing is, yeah. it's probably not. No, I think they all just got Royals Rices for beating uh, Argentina. Uh, really? Yes. Every single one of them was just gifted a Royal Rolls Royce. By like, like, a the, fa- like a phantom? Or I don't know. Probably a several hundred thousand dollar Rolls Royce uh, by the Saudi government. How does the Saudi government... I, I, never mind. I'm, we, if we go there, we'll be here all night. Yeah. How do, Yeah. No, I'm good. You're right. <laughs> I just realized I was just about to ask that yeah, question. No, I was like, that's for another day. All right, guys, let's talk global geopolitics. Yeah, Everybody. We're going to talk about geography um, and global geopolitics. Um, Human geography and global <laughs> geopolitics. God. Um, big money moves. You know, any U.S. striker who decides to score a goal is immediately eligible for more money at their parent club. <laughs> I think so. No, absolutely not. But, like, if I say it, maybe they'll hear me. You think, well, Jesus Ferreira is going to get a money, is going to get a move somewhere else. He's 18. He's already on the U.S. men's national team. And if he somehow scores a goal, if he somehow scores a goal in this tournament, he's going to get a move somewhere. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, he might get his chance. They might, I mean, the U.S. has successfully had 18-year-olds score in a World Cup before. Let's hope that Ferreira has a better career. Julian Green, welcome to New England, by the way, Julian. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm sorry. Who did they get? Yeah, actually, it might be Julian Green. Julian Green. Or the other guy. Who's the other guy? German. Played in Germany. Came in, scored a 20 in the World Cup. Same time that Yedlin did. They picked up one of those guys. I don't remember which one. Mm, yeah, he's still, it looks like he's still technically in Germany. Julian Green is? Yeah. Uh, who's the uh, Who's the other guy there? Um, Wright? Haji Wright? No, not Haji. We're talking like a decade ago. Last time the U.S. was in a World Cup. 2014? Yeah, I think so. Might even have been the one before that, 2010. 2010? South Africa? Might have been South, yeah, with the Vivuzelis. Yeah, I think it was 2010. Uh, um... Who scored? He the outside. Ah, anyway, I'm some draft I saw. We're back on the revs. Uh, let's just look up the revs. Like, I, I feel yeah, like, uh, maybe I'm just gonna just do that. Okay. Um, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some patter for a minute while he does that. Okay. Back to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like patter. I was like, what is happening? Um, yeah, it was, uh, about a five second gap. He's so I will say this. You know, Matt Turner is is at Arsenal right now as a second keeper. Mm-hmm. He may he may not necessarily be at Arsenal for very long. You you think that someone will come in and buy and, him for a profit? Yeah, and Arsenal will have been like, yeah, of course, pleasure doing business with you. It, that, it might be, be that fair. way. Well, it also might be like Matt White want to play a lot more. Yeah, he might be like, hey guys, like I appreciate you guys signing me and this is great, but I see that Aaron Ramsdale is twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, and he's could be a future number one for England. And I'm twenty eight. And, and I'm 28, and I and I want to play. Yeah. And like he might, it, it might be a great place for him to transition. But I mm-hmm. feel like where where do you think he would go? Do you have a team that you think he could? Uh, he'll probably go to another Premier League team, or thing. he'll go. I mean, I don't. He can't go. To, I don't think he can go to Spain. I don't think he's technical enough. But he could go to Italy. Italy could would be a Italy. great place for him yep. to go. Play for one of like those top. Go to like Lazio or. I should Uma. just go play for Ven- Venezia. They got like four U.S. players. Ugh. That. He can replace Sergio Roma. Roma. Yeah. 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 I'm not seeing anything about. I don't know. I saw something on Twitter. The which... tweets. I'm I'm looking the at tweets. the New England Revolution tweets, and I'm just like trying to find something here. Yeah. Um, Is it just a lot of wishing Matt Turner well? Because that feels. On there's brand. a lot of that. Yep. Yeah. 
It's like, oh my god, um, like our friend is like doing a thing. Matt Turner's probably gonna get a move. I don't you know. know. Players from the Canadian national team probably could get a move. Like they could get looked at and be like, yeah, we want Ky- that. You guy. think Kyle Laren? He plays in Turkey. Alfonso Davies, Davies already has his move. He's oh, not he's going anywhere he's else. Good. He's not He'll be there anywhere. for the next decade. Yeah, he's yeah, um, he's there, and he's been so good for them. Who's who's the other attacker that they have? Because Laren's a little bit older. Who's the other guy? He's a little younger. They got Tejan, who was a rev player. Tejan Buchanan. Yep. He was really good. Oh, Is Jonathan it? David. Oh, yeah. He's he's going to make a move. He'll make yeah. a move to the big team, for sure. Because he's playing for Toronto? Leo. He's at Lille. Oh, he's at Lille. He's at Lille. He's going to make a bigger move. Nah, Lille's not moving players like that. Unless, like, somebody comes in with, like, a good... No, that's the plan. He's probably going to get... He's going. Okay. Lille's going to get paid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and they do it all the time. They're really good at this. Yeah. I mean, I know as an Arsenal fan, when they played paid for uh, uh, Nicolas Pepe and... And um, yeah, yeah, we're still feeling that over here. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, because he's he's a red card machine. No, 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 no. Nicolas Pepe was supposed to be this goal scoring machine, and he he didn't he didn't he, he's do, not he, he didn't do the thing at Arsenal. No, he's he's at least not consistently <laughs> enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. I mean, maybe in that case, maybe uh, Timo Vey. I think he could go somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I don't think good. he's gonna go. Like Jonathan David's gonna get a bigger move, I think, because yep. he scores goals, and Timo Vey is like a good winger. Like he's like way scores goals. His finish was really good. Yeah, the but I think I think um, the movement to get there was great because he he got himself free. Jonathan David's gonna get a better move though. Yeah, because he's got. I think he also has a slightly higher ceiling. I think. He's Jonathan David's really good. Like he's like a box fox in the box sort of player. Like and he can score a lot of goals and he's yeah. strong on the ball. He's kind of does like a lot of those things and he's consistent. He's a pretty consistent goal scorer. Yeah, and goal scoring is you know hard. It's kind of like one of those things you have or you or you don't. And they so. pay the most for those guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's why even I mean Erling Holland is an exception. Zimmerman, the... definitely not Zimmerman. Yeah, he could get a move. No, you don't think so? Why? His uh... long hair. Because he's not that good. He could get a move, though. He's okay. He'll get where? a move to like a lower level. Prim- you know where he's going to go? Fulham. He's going to get a move to Fulham. He's, he's going to be Tim Ream. And he's just second. Tim Ream. They look very similar, don't they? <laughs> they do. I often am confused which one it is. I'm surprised that more players don't go to Turkey. A lot of them do. Uh, it's it's a tough kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they'll be there for a year and be like, mm, good. Go somewhere else. Like Yedlin did. Yedlin played a year in and Turkey. And he, got, he, got, he essentially got bought out. Yeah. Well, it, it, he was not a good good fit. Why is that? I one, he's not the best, and two, and that hurts my heart because I love Yeds. Yeds has been a big part of my life over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's not the most technically proficient of players. That's what I'll say. And, uh, he's, and he's, he's really a little fast, yeah. outspoken, I think. And hmm. yeah, hmm. he uh, he'll he'll. I mean, t- that's. He'll talk. I mean, Turkey would love him though. What are we talking about? Well. I mean, if he, if he agrees with him, but I don't know. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. I just don't think it was a very good fit for him in Turkey. I mean, he went. Well, he also went to Galatasaray, which is like, I mean, you're talking about like going into the cauldron for yeah. Turkish clubs. Like that is like like that's a, the biggest club in Turkey, right? Them yeah, or Fabernasche. Yeah, yeah, Fenerbahce yeah. and Fenerbahce. Besiktas. Those are the three big. They're the Istanbul like yep. behemoths, and, and they all in like every city that has like three big clubs or whatever. Each one of them has their own kind of leanings, and I, I don't remember which way. Uh, well, it's just in, it's just, oh, I mean, just how they they are just so like the Turkish uh, fans like to me like the reason why like 
for me why I watch this that that league because I do watch it is because the fans are absolutely maniacal. Yeah, they're insane. They're insane, and I you know like if there's a Copa ninety about they have the Galatasaray Fenerbahce I think or yep. Galatasaray Besiktas, and it's just like it starts at like six a.m. Yeah. and you like like walk down the streets of the stadium like it's like two or three miles, but you yep. walk the whole way and you're just going through the party and yep. the mad madness that is that game and then you get in and it's already raucous and you oh. yeah you just like literally chant for you know, 90 minutes and scream and flares and i was flares a, and the this moving stadium because everyone's yep. jumping up and down and in, uh in preparation for the world cup i uh was showing there's a cool little it's a short video it's like two two minutes two and a half minutes of players going from the locker room out onto the field mm -hmm. with a red star belgrade oh goodness me yeah. and like you you just walk out and you're walking through what looks like this old cold war bunker yeah and then you come out and it's just smoke and fire and it's like oh cool i'm in hell <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that sounds about right yeah that's like yeah, yeah that's kind of galatasaray right, in a way yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they do the so. flares and the yeah. yeah so it's just it's an intense atmosphere yeah Yeds will not get a big money move. I think he he made his way back to the MLS, and I, I think mean, that's like, where he'll what, stay. Thirty three or thirty four. No, at this he's point? he's twenty eight, twenty nine. No way. Yeah. No oh way. yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's older. He's been around since twenty ten. He started. So he was on the World Cup squad at eighteen because he was an absolute yeah, he's like twenty nine. Yeah, pace merchant. He's <laughs> younger than you think. <laughs> Oh, uh, when Lord. he when he was playing at Newcastle, he was I think it was like twenty four. Is he on the UN Smith National team? Yeah, he he's he's there. He's a backup, but backup of a backup. Yeah, I he think he's just a locker room leader. Is what he is. Him and Roldan are both there because they're just good dudes. The guys like him. And uh, I actually want to say um, Yedlin was the only guy in the player pool with World Cup experience. <laughs> That, so, yeah. So they brought him. Yeah. Because everybody else either is washed out because they're not good enough or they were old at the time. You know, a lot of those players were pushing 30. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. I couldn't remember if Yeds had made it to the, to, to the squad. Yep. Yeds is there. Yeds is there. I guess he's probably the fifth choice back. Nominally, he can play both sides. He'll only play right. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter. His crosses are bad regardless. Like He's I'll, not a good. Yeah. Like he's he can't. Yeah. He, so. His final ball is not very good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Yedlin, though. Once a year, like clockwork, he has a worldie. Uh-huh. And he hasn't had it yet. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm it's just, not happening on Tuesday. I, I'm feeling really... like I, Well, it's probably because he won't play, but... I, if Yedlin comes into the game and he gets the ball... And it's like, and he's like cut inside, and he just like unleashes. I just want you to know, I've seen that movie before, and I know how it ends. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen, but it would just, it would, as a as a United States supporter and uh -huh. a Newcastle fan, it would make me so happy. I've seen Yedlin win us games that we should not have won because he because he's uncorked his once a year worldly. If he scores. <laughs> If he scores, I don't know what I'll do. I, I, I mean, I'll just be really excited because it'd be great to see them go through. But yeah. you'll, you'll text me immediately. Just like it'll, it'll be something. It'll be funny. You'll either be like you son of a bitch, or you'll be like, I, uh, you I, dot 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 right. D, dot. I, I can't believe. Don't tell Martha. <laughs> We're just, <laughs> just more fodder for the slash fic merchants. Um, 
<laughs> All right, we're. I feel like we're, we're a minute forty-five in. I don't know how much of this is usable. In, well, no, it's all usable. Should I we don't, just full send this one too? Uh, so here's what I'll say: we should full send it to the editor, and then he can full send it however he wants. Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear that we need our editor in studio. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think cause, so. Because we get a so. little. I no, we actually. I feel like it's because there is a lot that has happened over the yeah. last week, and I feel like it's important that we talk about. This could be two separate episodes. This could be two separate episodes, and honestly, why don't we just make it two like, separate episodes? It's it's the World Cup, man. Like we've talked a lot about a lot of things. It's you know it's whatever, man. We'll just we'll tell them cut it down however it makes sense. Maybe do two episodes, part A, part B. We'll post them. We'll send them. You know. Well, and the thing is, is like we probably won't go too deeply into the the human rights things unless something big happens of course uh, yeah, in the next like week that's, or two cuz that's its own episode yeah. actually that's that's a good way cuz we got yeah, we have half an hour ish on that yeah. we'll have that be the first episode and then i mean this part here probably Nate Gets, will end up yeah. cutting out yeah. uh maybe not we'll see how it goes but like you know with, there's plenty of usable stuff in here some could, stuff i might bet get. you it's like 50 minutes or six, 55 minutes long or something yeah, like that. But, yeah, that yeah. but that's an episode. Just a little bit longer one. Yeah. It's the World Cup. They're all going to run on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So I guess we'll I'll start wrapping it up. <clears throat> so good call. Moving forward with our with our World Cup coverage, I think we're going to after the group stages because by the time we next record, group stages will be over and we'll be into the round of sixteen. Yeah, because we're in the final day. Yeah, like yeah. we'll just start the round of sixteen. I think that, so. That Saturday, we will do a complete kind of. When does the round of sixteen start? When are the first games? I think it's that Sunday. It's that Sunday. Okay, so we can actually do or like, Sunday or Monday. It's like it's after. It's like they'll have like two or three days, and then and then we'll do, do the okay. Yeah. So I think we'll be able to. We'll do a preview. We'll yeah. talk about the group stages, what we learned. We'll do a preview of the round of sixteen, which will happen over what three days? Oh, probably over that week. Each round will end up being its own week. Mm-hmm. I haven't really looked at the schedule. It'll be like oh, the next. It's like two and a half weeks. Okay. I think that the court, the round of sixteen, the quarters and the semis happen, and then the final. The final is essentially like the same day, or like right around the same day. So what did it start? The nineteenth. Yeah. It'll be like the nineteenth of Decem- December. Yeah, nineteenth okay. of December. So twentieth. I think it was the twentieth. Okay. So next week, you can expect we will recap ish, and the way we recap anything, sporadic and confusingly. The best kind of 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 the, yeah. This, we talk about life, okay, people. Like, let's just get this over with. All right, we we're talking about the game, but we talk about the life. We're we're your two drunk friends at a bar talking about a thing they love, and you are like, guys, this this didn't have any structure, and you're like, it had some structure. Thank you. And we're not drunk, and, and we're not well, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's you know we know what we're doing most of the time. Anyway. We'll be doing recaps, previews. As always, I'm Ryan Whiting. And I'm Paul Cushing. And thank you for listening to uh, One for One Studio. <laughs> All hail the trash fire. All hail the trash fire, <laughs> which this is actually today. It feels, does it feel like a trash fire? Because it feels really warm in here, actually. It is very warm in the studio, but also, it's always the trash fire. <laughs> it's always the trash fire. <laughs>